today on All Caps. We're talking about kind of musical discovery today. What if you got a rock fan that's curious about hip hop? What if you got a pop fan? You've got someone who's into metal or jazz or folk or EDM. What songs would you recommend them that kind of soft lead into hip hop? Because some people still look at hip hop as like, oh, them thugs. I think metal's tricky because you got like black metal, doom metal, sludge metal, stoner metal. Look at the similarities between country and hip hop. I, you, I actually that... think they're pretty similar. Speed metal. Death metal, speed metal. I was going to say, it's been, it's been like a little while since we last recorded. It's been like a couple of weeks, man, at least. Yeah. It's been Things have happened. We've got stickers, man. Maybe there's probably math metal and I know there's like <laughs> Scandinavian black metal. There's all kinds of shit. You've always been Team Ice Spice though, man. No, I haven't. Yeah. I... But do you ever like meet someone, you know, you get a gnome, whatever, and you go, what kind of music are you into? And they go, oh, everything, you know, EDM. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something clever, but I have nothing. Welcome to All Caps episode 11. 11. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, hi. Hey, how are you? Wait, this is a one-way channel. I can't hear you, but hopefully good. Um, <laughs> that is on his, on his dad joke I today. Am, I am on my... I've been on my dad jokes really bad lately. Like, I looked Jeez. at my latest tweets. My latest... I didn't realize you, you tweet. I, I tweet that, man. anonymously. Um, but I've been replying to shit. Like one made me cringe when I saw it back. So someone was like, someone made a joke. They were like, oh, I was actually, um, meant to be on that, uh, Titanic submarine. Someone said to you, someone said that, like tweeted that. Oh, right. They were like, I was meant to be on the sub, uh, the Titanic submarine, but I didn't go crazy to think that could have been me, but that was just like taking the piss, doing an alright joke. Okay. Got you. And then I replied, I don't know what the fuck possessed me to reply with this. But I was Is like, this a random person? Random, oh, I can't, I follow him. I can't, you know. But I replied with, oh my God, same. Um, but then I saw they were using a Logitech controller to, part, part, uh, to pilot it. And I'm more of a PC submariner myself. I read that back the next day and deleted it. And I was like, what is going on with me lately? That is, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and we're on the dad jokes. Um, you're on the dad jokes. Nah, we. We're a collective. <laughs> We're a team, Chad. We're a team. Yeah. Um, I was going to make a joke about Chad jokes because that's a dad oh, joke. Dude, but anyway, now let's, so let's, grim. let's, let's roll. Um, how's your, how's your day been, man? What you been up to? It's good, man. Just finished up work. Uh, it's Thursday. I don't know. That's pretty relevant, but, um, yeah, just finished up work. Oh, James. There's up, James man? across the street. Hello. Oh, hello. You know, um, James doesn't listen to the podcast because he hangs out with us too much. <laughs> and he says, That's totally fair. I feel like a lot of times we're talking about hip hop in his presence anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, nah. He's also his favorite album by Kanye's Jesus. So, I don't know. I thought it was um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Nah, he said Jesus is his favorite. Okay. Okay. Oh, cute. Anyway, yeah. So, um, what's the rest of your week like? I know it's not particularly hip hop related, but. You got a cruisy weekend after? No, no. We actually got a, an event this Sunday at Honeybones Gallery. That's right. Uh, it's a screening of a few short films, um, up and coming filmmakers from Australia. Um, it's going to be a cool event. You know, we've got Filipino barbecue. Uh, we got DJ Antagonize coming down. He's one of my favorite DJs okay. in like the Melbourne hip hop scene. Um, he's also like a... Like, a big name in like the crumb scene as well for those out there who 
Crump. Yeah, crumping, man. Have you seen Rise? No. Dude, man. That is, we're going to do an episode eventually of just like hip hop films, documentaries. And yeah. Rise is it, I mean, it's not necessarily hip hop, but it's like, it just shows you the, the movement of Crump. Um, mostly in like uh, LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I, know, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite movies, man. I'd love to do a Crump episode one day, even though I'm like not an expert in Crump. But um, every time I go to bring this guy up. Who? Uh, there's a guy who's like doing Crump at the moment. He's like a, a kind of a big name. He did one with Osiris Rashad. Off, um, at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you thinking of Crunk or Crump? Oh, I might be thinking of Crunk, man. Are you thinking of uh, Duke Juice? Yes, I am thinking of Duke Juice. Yes. That's Crunk. Crunk and crumped. So crump is a style of dance, right? Like and crunk up. is a style of music. Definitely not step up. No, like that is definitely not. <laughs> I'm picturing like low steps to the floor and baggy clothes as crump. Am I completely wrong? <sighs> no, like arms a, doing I, I, some like. I can't even. No, yeah, this is painful. Man. I feel like I used to know it, but it's been irrelevant to me for like 15 years. There was like a phase when I was in primary school where crump was the thing. Um. You know what it is, man? I feel like when Crump, like Crump hitting the, the mainstream, by the time it got to Australia, it was a bit of like kind of a joke. Bit of a meme. Yeah, by the time it got to Australia, mm. I think. Um, but yeah, go watch Rice. That's your homework for the weekend, man. Okay. It's, a really, it's a really great uh, great documentary. Um, uh, well, I will watch Rise. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what's happening in the news this week? What's happening? Yeah, man. All right, so... Firstly, real quick, XXL freshman class came out. Did you see that? I feel to stop following XXL, man, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, no, actually, maybe I think I did see a post and I didn't know any of the names mm. in the in the class and that kind of turned me off. So. I'll tell you what, I, I knew three of the names. Can you rattle off some, some of the names? All right, I'm going to say some. I'll just go from the top then. Cool. And you, you stop me when you know someone. Mm -hmm. Finesse two times. Lola Brook. Rob Forty Nine, Friday, Glorilla. Yeah, I know Glorilla. Yeah, for all sure. Right, all right, yeah. Good man. Too rare. Sleazy World Go, Central C. Yeah. Yeah. Real Boston Richie, La Tyler, Tia Kareen, DC the Don. Man, you know what? And like, producing it, the whole thing is Pierre Bourne. Do you like? I don't know any of these people. The names are pretty cool. But I, I was just about to say that, yeah. I, like, if there's one thing, I feel like these names are ridiculous, man. Really silly, man. Finesse two times, unless you're a, like <laughs> com comedy rapper. Rob forty nine might be the worst one. That is, yeah. Rob forty nine. That sounds like a Xbox gamer tag for a guy named Robert. It does. Yeah, it does. Sleazy world go. Terrible names, man. Chat GPT names. Yeah. Real Boston Richie. DC the Don's fine. Wait, do we... So, hold on. Let me just... This is a little off topic a little bit. But if you had a rapper name, do you, do you know what it would be? Ooh, probably Lenny B. Lenny B? Lenny B. Oh, I mean, actually... Given the full government name. Whoopsie. <laughs> Leonard B. That's what the edit's um, going to be. Or Hermit Lord Lenny. Hermit Lord I, Lenny. I, I like Hermit Lord Lenny, man. Yeah. Or just the Hermit Lord. Yeah. Because there's a lot of nicknames that come off that. Hey, you heard that new Hermit? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a really cool name. What about you, man? Chad, mix it up. Chad, mix it twice. I, I actually don't know. Um, for some reason, in my in my in my young days of freestyling in the bungalow, 
back in Maribyrnong. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I for some reason gravitated to the name Slim, and not not the thing is like Slim, Slim Shady. It's Slim Chadley. Definitely not. But like Slim is you know. Uh, boys to men. Yeah. The, the tall guy with the high top fade, uh, his name is Slim. Okay. And I was like, man, I'm kind of tall and skinny, but a high top fade. I like that. It's all making sense. I think Slim just sounded cool. So just Slim. Maybe Young Slim. Young Slim. Yeah, okay. What do you Something think? Like what, what do you, uh, not to diatribe too much, but what do you think about when old people go by the young handle? What's going to happen when they're 70 and they're young? You probably just drop it. You drop it and you just go, ah, uh, young So if, like, if you're dog. a young boy, never broke again. You just change it to never broke again. <laughs> Fuck, man, these names these days. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're not. Oh, yeah, no, it's true. I probably, honestly, man, if I was a rapper, I'd probably do what Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg did and just like change my name several times. Snoop Lion. What else do you change it to? Uh, doesn't, doesn't he have like a, a gospel rap name as well? Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I do what P. Diddy did, man, and change. Diddy, yeah. Puff. I get you. Uh, what's it? That? Was it something love? Bobby Love? Not Bobby Love. Mm. <laughs> what's this? Kendrick's kind of unofficially doing that too. But yeah, man, I mean, look, I'm excited for the freshman class every year. Even if it's like cringy and like bad, I'm always keen to look forward to it. Uh, I lost you know, interest, man. Like, you know what really killed me last year? You know Chico? Yeah. She was like, you know, not to throw shade, but I was so excited for her on the freshman list. And she seemed nervous, man. She seemed nervous and like she wasn't performing at her best. That's interesting because her tiny desk is dope. Yeah. Her tiny desk, I was like, dude, who is this? But then I checked her albums. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I could see that though. Like, imagine you get into a room with a bunch of rappers you know you're probably better than. I mean, sometimes you might not even feel up to the task of squashing them. They might feel mean spirited. Maybe that's what, you know what I mean? Did you see the episode with Dave when he goes to the freshman? Is that? No, I haven't seen it. Is that what happened? Yeah, he, there's a there's an episode where he kind of hangs out. He makes an episode about um, hanging out with the freshman class. And I just feel like it'd be a room full of like everyone is kind of posing. You know, yeah. this is everyone's time to like shine and everyone's like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be a pretty toxic environment to be honest with you. My favorite ones. Especially because ones... who picks the class? That's what I want to know. It is weird. Probably like publicists. You probably need to have a label and all that business. But my favorite ones though would probably be like the Denzel one where it was like Denzel, Kodak. I think 21 was in that group. Um, oh, you like that class. Isn't that the one that also had Anderson Park in it? Maybe I can't. I'm just thinking of the, the freestyle and, they did, but they're having a designer, lot of fun. Designers in that one as well. Mm. It was an interesting class. And then the for other sure. classic one is the one that had like, I think it might have, I might be completely crazy, but it, it, I know it had Kendrick, it had Little B. Mm. Maybe like MGK or some shit was in that group, or it was like, I don't know, man. No, no, it was Kendrick, it was Little B, and it was that Eminem protege, Yellow Wolf. Mm hmm. And no one else was laughing at the little bee shit except for Kendrick. So like Yellow Wolf was looking completely serious while Kendrick was just in the background pissing himself laughing and in on the joke. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Um, and then look, one more thing on the news, if we want to say much about it, is the Andre 3000 situation. I think you know more about I, it. Than I think me, it's less of a situation or more just like... Some bullshit? No, nah, I, I don't think it's some bullshit, man. I just think that like... So for those that aren't up to date, Killer Mike had andre feature on his uh new album it's called michael yeah yeah uh the verse by andre as i feel like as usual man like andre gets on random verses every few years and just kills it mm. it's perfect mm. uh but then yeah killer mike on his kind of promo run on i want to say was it charlemagne or big boys neighborhood i don't know Do you, yeah but he mentioned that andre 2000 has an album 
you know, tracks are done. Like, and uh, well, then a couple of days later, I'm not sure if he tweeted. I think he tweeted out saying that, uh, nah, I was high. There's no album. I was just talking, you know, kind yeah, of just trying just to play him with you. Yeah, yeah, doing one of those ones. But he was full saying he was like going to his house like that week or some shit to like listen to the album or something like that. So there might be an Andre 3000 project on the way. Maybe, man. Might not I'm be. Not, I'm not going to hold my breath, man, because I think uh, in a similar vein to, to Kendrick, I think that like if you're hearing about an album, it's still going to be years before the album comes out, you know? Yeah. like. Um, but anyway, it's exciting. I, I love getting, I love hearing uh, anything Andre 3000 related. Look, if you're frothing some Andre, some three stacks, um, there's no new music aside from that feature that I'm aware of, but you can catch him in a supporting role in the A24 film Showing Up. He plays yeah. like an art counselor in that. Recently? That's, that's, that's very recent. I think that's like last year. I chucked that on the other day and I was like, what the fuck? That's Andre 3000. Um, I was going to say, I mean, I feel like recently on social media, I've been following Andre 3000, you know, because I'm low-key always hoping for a little Outcast reunion tour or just mm. an album in general. But um, he's been seen kind of just around the world playing that double Mayan flute. I saw him and in Japan. Yeah, he's just like, that's his thing. Yeah. So even if he does drop an album, we could just get like an acoustic kind of like Mayan flute solo. I don't know if he's even going to rap on it, man, you know. He um, just comes out with a pure instrumental experience. Yeah, you know, so I, that's why I'm not like, I'm not super excited. I'm not going to get excited until we start hearing some singles or, or something, man, because mm. it's just, and obviously like, his last major project was, you know what, was Idlewood before or after Idlewild? You know, they did the soundtrack. I don't know. Okay. But I just feel like the, the last major project we got was Speakerbox. And mm. that was so just like. I was a kid. Yeah. It, but it, it was also so different. Yeah. That I don't know where you would go from there. You know, like he's not going to give us a 12 song just like bars he's not going to do that man mm. he's he's eccentric but he's so creative he's going to give us something that's just like way off center um something meditative probably yeah i think so i think so because so. only a few years ago that he did he was having that interview with uh rick rubin and yeah. rick he was just saying how he hasn't got the confidence to kind of come out and kind just like rap the way he did too much yeah you know? around it yeah um yeah it's interesting he's like um he was, I feel like Outcast was like hitting that like um, real like idol level in the mainstream for a minute there as well. You know what I mean? Like for sure. face of hip hop, you know, in the same sense, like Britney Spears was like the face of pop mm. and Michael J Jackson was like the face of, well, I mean, pop and every, everything more or less. Um, I feel like Outcast is in that lane. So maybe it is weird to like taper out and then come back to, cause like, you know, there's the hip hop heads that sit there waiting around for, but when he actually does release something, it might be like the thing. Do you know what, what I mean? mean? Like no, the mainstream mean? thing. Like maybe my mum would hear about it. I don't think so, man. You I think reckon? I think it's been so long that I think he would like. I think he'd actually be underground. Like I think if you dropped an album, it, it would be like for the hip hop heads, it would be a big deal. But for the mainstream world, I think it would be so under low key. Yeah. Because even like, dude, the the feature on Killer Mike's album was not a big deal. No, it wasn't really. That's true. Maybe um, it has been too long. It's, it's been ages, dude. And mm. he's also not... He's not going to create music. Uh, he's not creating commercial music. Nah, it's weird at this point. Yeah. Very um, true. But I love him. Dude, I mean, speaking of Andre 3000, for those that follow Instagram, for those that don't, uh, we've uh, 
couple of days ago, we posted our top five current MCs. Uh, we're going to do it monthly. So, um, yeah, just kind of depending what projects come out, what verses we hear, uh, monthly we will update our top five MCs. And Andre 3000 came in at fifth for me, pretty much based off that one feature. Because I hear that I hear a feature like that, I then go back and start listening to our cow stuff, and I'm like, man, this guy is just the best. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's definitely one of the yeah one of the goats. That's all. That's all it takes, man. All it takes is one feature per year from him, and I'm like, yeah. Let's still- um, let's do some housekeeping in general, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do a little bit of housekeeping in general. We got monthly. We got a, a list of five rappers. It's going to rotate depending on our flavor of the month. Um. Who's at the bottom of mine? It might be like Danny Brown on five or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Danny. I think it's JPEG then Danny Brown. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, it's not an order, mind you. No. Um, but it is fully recency bias. So yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Because like, yeah. So you'll see that rotating. You know, probably going to stay Kendrick number one. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll have to switch up the rules at some until point. He, until until he disappears, man, or until yeah. he has like another one year hiatus. Or the, um, there's an incredible rival, but I don't see that happening. Um, but yeah, so every month we'll have. Um, some Instagram content with our uh, top five rappers of the month or our, our five goats for that, how we're feeling at that time. Just at that time, yeah. Every week, at the end of the week, we're doing a weekly track roundup, which yeah. you can also catch on the Instagram. Um, that's just going to have our favorite tracks of the week, probably come out on Saturdays. Yeah, that, that have been released in that fortnight, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So recent good tracks. That saves you from having to hunt for music. We do the hunting, you do the listening. That's good. Um, and then... On top of that, very early stages, uh, we're starting a newsletter, the All Caps Weekly. Um, Excited about that, man! It's fun. So you can actually subscribe to that. It's a Substack. Um, it's gonna it's gonna have the track roundups, the artist roundups. It's gonna have new podcast episode announcements, and most importantly, I'll do like I will will do like two to four news stories in that um, cool. newsletter. Yeah. So you know something subscribe like to. let's say Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice drop a Barbie. <laughs> collab track then that'll be in the newsletter what did you end up thinking about that song i just i actually liked it but it's complete trash interesting complete trash cool. nah. but like you got to accept what things are sometimes Sweet, and man. enjoy yeah, them for yeah. what they are it, so man. you've always been team ice spice though man no i haven't yeah i, I feel like you've you know you've been trying to get an ice spice episode man but i've been i just watched that and i was like you know what man there's no need to overthink this it's people <laughs> enjoy it then it's been the wrapping over barbie girl <laughs> like come on <laughs> what, what are you oh they didn't rap good enough over Barbie I, I'm Girl. actually so happy they got Nicki Minaj on that yeah that's full circle she's a anyway yeah but um, yeah so definitely do subscribe to the newsletter I would love to love to see you uh, that, that subscriber count go up people reading the content it'll just come straight to your inbox every week um, you can catch that in our website or in the bio of our Instagram our Instagram bio, our Instagram handle is all caps the pod, right? Podcast. All caps the podcast. That's it. Instagram, Substack, subscribe, do things. Let's start Dude, the episode. It, I was going to say, it's been, it's been like a little while since we last recorded. It's been like a couple of weeks, man, at least. Yeah. It's been things have happened. We got stickers, man. You got oh, some yeah. stickers yeah, popping up around Brunswick. We're kind of slapping them around. But look, swing, swing by CBCB Cafe. We'll have some in stock if you want to grab one for your water bottle or your laptop. Yes. Um, and if you spot one in the wild, Send us a photo if you Take haven't spotted it in the wild, and Chad will give you five hundred dollars <laughs> in in CBCB loyalty points. Which you know, and it, we'll work out what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, dude, sorry, I just want to jump in real quick with a a little thought I had this week. 
So we posted our top five and I had a, I guess, a fan reach out and just be like, man, no J. Cole top five. And this fan was actually my cousin over in South Africa. And he, uh, a little bit younger than me, and I realized, or it made me think about my relationship with J. Cole and just artists in general. When I was like 21, mm. I loved J. Cole. Like J. Cole for me was... He rivaled Kendrick. At that time, Kendrick wasn't dropping as much music. Um, and I just felt like J. Cole was so relatable. He was mm. at like that... J. Cole kind of felt like that people's champ, that average Joe, yeah. that like was just, I don't know, man, super relatable. Now, I don't listen to any J. Cole whatsoever. And it's just so interesting how in life, similar to like a relationship, you can just grow in a different way and someone that you were like obsessed with you just don't vibe with at all. And then obviously like the opposite as well because I was actually listening to Mick Jenkins on the weekend and sometimes Mick Jenkins can be can go over my head a little bit and can be a little bit dark at times. And I was like bumping and bumping this album, mm. uh, Pieces of Me. And I was like, dude, this is just excellent music. Yeah. And is yeah, it's the, just been a, a thought of mine. With the, the water on it, the cover, or the, like it's got the... I can't, I can't tell you. That one? Uh, I can't. I can't. I'm not mm. sure what the album cover is, man. But it's just interesting how, like, depending where your life's at, music just hits so differently. Yeah, you know? it is. I, I definitely get that for sure. Um, that's why, not to throw shade at anybody, but that's why I don't like it when people only listen to shit from when they were a teenager. Like, <laughs> my sister doesn't listen to this. I mean, my sister Beep doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. But I always tell her, you got to try some new music. Like, five seconds of a song will play. And she'll write it off within that five seconds based on like, I don't know what this is. Therefore, it's bad. And I yeah. think like discovering new music, having shifting musical tastes. I don't know. To me, it's, it's, also, a, it's, it's a sign it's, of growth. It's a comfort thing though as well. I think people yeah. that only listen to stuff to the music they listen to when they're growing up are the same people that are like, oh, I remember the good old days. Yeah. Oh, man, high school was so sick. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's fair. And then maybe it makes you comfortable. Maybe that's like your thing. But um. Yeah, I, I, for me personally, I definitely go through phases of music as I kind of grow and change as a person. And it, it is sometimes sad when I'll go back to an artist that I loved and it just doesn't hit at all. I'm like, damn, like I must have been in a different, in a certain headspace. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, I'm trying to think if I've had that experience of an old artist not hitting at all. Maybe like, maybe afro man i can only stomach one afro man <laughs> song at a time but that's like a maturity thing. but do you have like years like for example 20 uh 2018 yeah i was obsessed with anderson park i believe he dropped oxnard and maybe ventura the following year or two it was like a very yeah, close proximity yeah. but i was like for me he was one of the best artists i still love him a lot mm. then i think it was in 2020 um freddie gibbs became my most listened artist yeah. And when I went back to Anderson Park, I was like, man, this is just, I don't want to say corny, uh, but I was like, man, I'm just not connecting with this in the same way. You know what it is for me? And though? my life just, you know. I get that. Earl Sweatshirt, Earl Sweatshirt Doris, um, anything pre-Flower Boy by Tyler, I went, I can't stomach, man. Mm. Like, it just doesn't hit the same, but I used to love this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess it is a little bit. I don't know. You know, I've got so much new music that I don't, I don't tend to lament the things I don't listen to anymore. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it, man. I'm fine. Like if you know, if I if twenty years from now I couldn't stomach Kendrick, then I well, I'd probably have a little bit of like sadness associated with that. But I haven't had it on that scale yeah. with any artist. Like even with Kendrick, I love his whole discography. But I will say, 
when I listen to Good Kid, Mad City, yeah. it definitely takes me back to a certain time. Mm. Um, I'm 19 years old. I'm driving around. I'm on my peas. You know, I'm like getting up to mischief. Like, I really felt like I connected to the album based off where I was. Yeah. Uh, actually, and, got- I, and I don't connect to it the same way now. I, and I have a good, have an incredible relationship with Mr. Morale because I feel like that's where I'm at in my life. You know what it's I mean? So album of, the, album of the time for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I just find that so interesting. That's true. Actually, there are a few outside of hip-hop. I don't connect to Jimi Hendrix anymore, but I really used to. I think when I was going through an adolescent period of, like, growth and discovery and, like, mm. learning and, you know. And then I also don't listen to Leonard Cohen anymore. Because I used to use that was like my sad music back in the day, and there's no yeah. space in my life for like sad, sad music anymore. <laughs> it's like you know, if I put yeah. that on, something's wrong, kind of, kind of vibe. But it is kind of sad because like those albums and, and artists both mean a lot to me. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's sad at all. Like I just mm. think that's just like you grow and you change and you don't relate to the same things anymore. Um, but you can still appreciate what that album gave at that time of your life. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, just, just uh, th- my thoughts for the week. That's yeah. my my thoughts on music, man. Um, we actually read all of that off a script. We're trying to script the episode. <laughs> no, no, not, not at all. That was completely impromptu. But it does lead into the topic. Musical. Yeah. We're talking about kind of musical discovery today. We're doing a little bit of a. We're putting news on a bit. So you know, we started the podcast with the um, starter packs episode where we made introductory music for people to get into hip hop that might not mm. be into it or want to get back into it or whatever. We made some starter pack playlists. Um, which you can catch on the Instagram as well. But we were thinking, what if you did something more specific? What if you got a rock fan that's curious about hip hop? What if you got a pop fan? You got mm. someone who's into metal or jazz or folk or EDM, whatever. What songs would you recommend them that kind of softly into hip hop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off that lane. So we prepared some recommendations based on this. We might go genre to genre, hit up some recommendations, some um, broader chat around it as well. Dude, I mean, I mean, our agenda really is just to get the whole world on hip hop. That's really yeah. what we're trying to do. One genre at a time, you know, yeah. one listen at a time. And don't forget, we're recommending hip hop. If we say you might like this music based on yeah. rock, we are recommending you hip hop. We're not recommending rock. Yeah, this, this, this I mean? is a hip hop fan who doesn't listen to rock recommending a rock fan to listen to hip hop. Like yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, so you'll get you'll get some stuff. You get some crossover. Go on with an open mind. If you're a massive Tool fan and you think, well, I'm going to get some Tool hip hop. No, <laughs> it's not going to happen. You need to grow up. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, all right, sick. Let's get into it, man. Do you want to go first or me? You, you kick it off, dude. Me kick it. All right. Look, I'm going to go. I'm going to go straight into it, man. Let's go country. Actually, no. Taking that back. Let's go metal. Let's go metal. Metal heads. All metal heads out here. Now, I will say metal music. I admire it from a distance. You know what I mean? Like I, I do enjoy um, metal in certain contexts. I love acts that have metal integration, you know, for all the Aussie um, current current listeners to the, the Aussie music landscape. I love some Tropical Fuckstorm. I love some King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard when they get metal-ish. Um, I was going to say, is like the metal equivalent hardcore rap? Or no? Maybe that's got that's got some crossover. Who who are you thinking in the hardcore? No, no, no I'm just saying like I don't listen to metal at all, and yeah. I'm just trying to get it. I'm trying to gauge like. Yeah, well, look, it. it I think metal's tricky because you got like black metal, doom metal, sludge metal, stoner metal, speed metal, death metal, speed metal. Maybe there's probably math metal, and I know there's like <laughs> Scandinavian black. There's all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like so, you know, I'm just talking metal, guys. Just like picture like 
Metalocalypse Metal is what I'm going to do the comparison for here. Um, but some artists that come to mind, you know, I think metal, I think gray, I think black, I think dark colors, mm-hmm. and some more moody artists come to mind. So first up, I think of More Mother. I don't know if you've ever heard of More Mother, Chad, but um, metal, more so in spirit, you're going to hear some industrial sound palettes off her and some really dark lyrics and that kind of stuff, really mm. like, you know, ugh, kind of music. So yeah. More Mother I, I definitely comes to mind. If you're talking about like the metal head vibe, like I think metal's a genre that's really tied to community and like, you know, metal heads kind of move as a pack and stick together and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, self proclaimed nicest people in the world is one thing I've noticed with metal heads as well. But anyway, I would say ICP and saying Clown Posse is probably going to be a gateway for you. Cool. Yeah. Um, but then if you want to get more colorful, more fun with it, I reckon Rico Nasty is pretty metal. I mean, sure. Yeah. I sure. Mean- Dude, I was actually like, as you were saying that, um, for some reason, I think of. Is it called the Death Pit? Like moshing at a metal concert. Mm. And I think the closest experience I had to that was a uh, Tyler Earl um, concert. Yeah. Maybe I can like see that. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. But I'm talking like early Tyler. I'm talking like band from the UK Tyler. You know what that um, would be? That would be for the for the metal listeners, this is like maybe the my chemical romance or like maybe even avenge sevenfold equivalent where it's not like metal okay but it's it's got a mosh pit it's emotional yeah that's tyler creator and earl maybe yeah yeah i could see that um yeah i'd say yeah for like all right rigo nasty wrapping that up that's like punky that's spiked hair okay that's like aggressive shouting that kind of thing. Definitely check out Rico Nasty. No matter what genres you're into, she's fantastic in my opinion. Okay, that's me. And then, ah, oh, quick name drop. Kenny Mason. Yes, uses a lot of like Slipknot esque instrumentals to rap over and stuff. If you'd like to send on that, just go check out Kenny Mason. But the cream of the crop for metal is Backwash. This is a trans rapper. Goes by she. Um, kind of like horrorcore. They call it on the Wikipedia page, <laughs> rap, rap metal, um, new metal. Um, I recommend if you want to see what metal, what happens when you smash metal and rap together, go check out Backwash's I Lie Here Buried With My Rings and Dresses. I think it's a 2018 album. Okay. Love that thing. Done. Dirty. I even think you'd like it. Um, Interesting because I hate metal. So. Yeah, but I think you'd respect this oh, thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, it just sound, yeah, anyway. Backwash, I Lie Here Buried With My Rings and Dresses. Done. What genre should we move on to next? Well, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll jump into the literally the opposite side of the, the scale. Yeah. Uh, with soul music. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, soul music, I think nowadays has almost has a lane within hip hop. You know, like uh, so many artists incorporate soul music in their, in their music, in their hip hop music. So um, I guess some of the artists I would recommend... Off the bat, it's got to be Common. Yeah, totally. Um, Common's a huge one. Huge. I mean, Common can go into the soul category. He can go into the neo-soul category and he can go into the hip-hop category. Mm. Um, I also, I mean, early Kanye, I think, is is known to be like the goat when it comes to uh, sampling soul music. Yeah, definitely. Um, Um, 
I think from Kanye, like for the you know, a lot of people out there don't who don't know music genres like that would some some soul would be inseparable from hip hop. It's just a part of it at this point, yeah, right? Because of Kanye. Um, I'll rattle off a couple ones that I, uh, Slum Village, yeah, um, Little Brother. I love uh, Pharaoh Monch, uh, still standing, featuring Jill Scott, one of my favorite songs. Um, it feels like soul. There's a level of gospel to it, you know, like it's got mm. those gospel influences. Um, Brother Ali has that preacher vibes. Um, also, big soulful um, tunes. You know what? My favorite soul sample at the moment in hip hop of all yeah. time. You heard "One Day" by UGK. Mama put me out at only fourteen, so I start selling crack, cocaine, and codeine. Time to stack some paper. I got it. No. One day by UGK might be my favorite soul sample at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say the most mainstream situation of someone that incorporates soul is Anderson Park. Mm. Like I think just go Embodies through his soul. Yeah, go through his um his catalogue. A ton of albums there you can pick from. Um but the album that I'd probably recommend for someone who is truly into soul music would be Robert Glasper's Black Radio Three. Um I think he I wouldn't say it's a hip hop album. But he kind of blends in soul music, jazz music, and hip hop. Mm. Um, it's incredible. Um, it, it is modern day neo soul um, and hip hop fusion at its best, I think. Mm. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, I mean, it's it's the third album of that series. Uh, Black Radio One and Two also out there, but number three might be my favorite. Okay. On this note. Mm. This is your lane, I feel like. Soul, yeah, for sure, yeah. dude. Yeah. What do you have a favorite soul album of all time? Ooh, ladies, that's that's tricky. Um, let's just like cut out Marvin Gaye from the mix. I don't know who would have been your favorite anyway, but let's just cut that out. Oh, of all time? Yeah. I mean, my 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 top five artists of all time. Yeah. Um, Stevie Wonder is in that top five. Songs in the key alive. Yeah. I don't know if. I guess it is soul. I think yeah. the thing is, man, soul is also so broad as well. Yeah, it is. Um, but my uh, sorry, Stevie Wonder's is one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, oh, I mean, is is Earth, Wind, and Fire soul? Yeah. Mm, I only know September, which is like disco to me. Yeah, I, I think also like they also kind of. Uh, crossover r&b soul mm. disco um maze mm. dana ross okay the boss dana ross that's a good one i mean um, i mean i love uh motown okay. anything motown is kind of like uh my vibe yeah so i get that for sure oh yeah you know i'm nah i can't start recommending soul shit got too much music to get through let's 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 keep moving can't recommend anything sharon jones moving on um (laughs) let's do this will be fun let's do country man the most unlikely pairing country and hip-hop when you try and think when you try and 
look at the similarities between country and hip hop. I, you, I, I actually that... think they're pretty similar. Pretty similar. Okay, let's hear it. I think like from a songwriting perspective, I think they're pretty similar. I think sonically they sound very different, obviously. Um, Is it the prioritization of lyrics and content that you're talking about? I think that might be it. Yeah. You know. Uh, the cult, the strong culture backing it. Yeah. Identifying with the genre sort of situation happening. I think so. I think so. I mean, to be honest with you, especially like Southern rap, man. Mm. It feels country. It feels yeah. like it's the country music of hip hop. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely Southern. So like things like Outkast, things like... UGK, I mean, Big Crit, maybe TI. I don't know. I was about to say, Just man, out some names. Nelly has actually collaborated with country artists uh, a few times. We we're talking about this last night, actually, with Chris. Uh, with yeah, so what, what's the what was the album that you were talking about? It's not an album. He's done a few singles, but the one that everyone will probably know is uh, and it's all in my head. I think about it over and over. You know the song? Yes, surely? I do. Yes, yeah. I reckon that's probably is that Tim Tim McGraw? Is that his name? Guys, Tim I don't know McGraw. anything about country music. I mean, yeah. Tim, is Tim McGraw country? He wears a I mean, cowboy hat in the <laughs> yeah, that's country. music confirmed. video. Confirmed. So, confirmed. confirmed country. Right, Nelly and yeah. Tim McGraw, the Disney Channel song. <laughs> um, but tell us, what, what have you looked into, man? What's so your... when I think, of, firstly, I want to say with country, it might not be, yeah, it might not be as unlikely as you think. A lot of modern country, if you've been keeping up, if you're like a Luke Bryan kind of modern country individual. Okay. Sorry, I just flex and say I know one modern country <laughs> artist. Um, you might have noticed there's a lot of like trap instrumentals and like kind of mainstream current, I mean, frankly, probably appropriated elements of hip hop appearing in country at the moment. Yeah. Um, but how I would go about recommending country music depends on the kind of country listener that you are. If you're in it because of the kind of patriotism the patriotic subtext of country then you know being proud of where you're from and all that kind of business then yeah you're looking at southern rappers that's outcast that's big crit that's ugk in my books as and maybe like killer mike even though he shits me lately um if you're in it because you like the lyricism you like the upfrontness of it and maybe even like the poetry I want to say, then I'd, I'd look at artists like Joyner Lucas and Loyal Khan. Not quite. Is that Loyal Khan? Or not Khan. Yeah, yeah Loyal Khan. Yeah. Chili Con Khan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd be looking at Joyner Lucas, Loyal Khan. Shit, maybe even like. Who's another one? This might be crazy, but maybe even like something like Logic, where I feel like the sentiments are worn on their sleeve. It's not going to be exactly the same palette, it's not even going to be a similar palette. But in, if you're looking for like the the content, those mm. are the rappers I would gravitate to personally. Yeah, and it's interesting that how all three of them are like mixed race. Are, are they? Yeah, yeah, they are too. <laughs> they are. That is interesting. That is. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what's like with anything, but yeah. Um, and then if you want the one for one, if you're like the kind of country like listener who likes some Dolly Parton, you know, and you just like you like the Yodel Kid in Walmart. Then obviously one of the biggest songs of the fucking century, Old Town Road with Little Nas X featuring course, yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus is like the one. Yeah. But if you want more of that flavor, look at RMR. Um, you're looking at the album Drug Dealing is a Lost Art. And I'll sample the track Rascal. And every sleepless night, let me to where I am. Bitches that broke my heart. Baby, can't. 
this much I know it's true I came up and so could you And fuck the boys in blue Okay Um RMR I can't tell if he's joking or not But his music actually hits And he's definitely coming through with like the Born and raised in Tennessee Kind of shit Like And then rapping It's a very interesting. Yeah, okay. That's my country TED talk. Uh, I mean, I can't really add much to it, man. Again, similar to metal, country is like way off my my spectrum yeah. of songs I listen to. So Yeah. I mean, the best advice might be stick to like Johnny Cash, but yeah. <laughs> um, what's up next? Uh, well, I was going to jump into uh, EDM slash just like dance music. Yeah, this is not my forte. So let's see what you've got, man. Well, I think like... There's been a lot of collaborations over time. Yeah, massively. Um, you know, you can look at people like Calvin Harris or Skrillex, uh, DJ Snake. Yeah. Um, these people kind of tend to make like house mixes with a lot of like hip hop artists. Yeah, even Skrillex did um, a recent album with a lot of hip hop features. Missy yeah. Elliott was on it. But yeah, so sure. I mean, if you, if you listen to Skrillex, then you're probably going to cross over already with a bit of hip hop. In terms of artists... Um, uh, ASAP Rocky, his first uh, mixtape or album, uh, Long... Is it Long Live? Long Live ASAP? Live Love or Long Live? Long Live is the first one. Yeah. With Clams Casino. Mm. Um, that has, uh, I would say, electric elements to it. Is that the one that we tried to review for a draft podcast? Or no. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah. This is the one before that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has, it has some, a lot of like electric components to it. Mm. Um, it's very like lo-fi for the most part. But I uh, do recommend. Um, Kate Trinata. Of course. Yeah, Kate Trinata, So like he, he kind of crosses a, a variety of different uh, genres. Yeah. But if you listen to Kate Trinata's albums, you're going to get um, a lot of collaboration with hip-hop artists. Um, a lot of dance music. A lot of dance music. Of, like reggae and um, everything, dan- dance Honestly, yeah. a bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, gorillas. Oh, yeah. I think the Gorillas, if you listen to like Humans... Uh, yeah, that yeah, album yeah. there has a lot of like dance influences onto it. Yeah, I really like um, Submission with Danny Brown and Kalayla off that album. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another deep cut, not deep cut, but Goal Link, um, mm. particularly is his album Haram, which I mentioned. Yeah. Um, not necessarily EDM, but the, there's like a, I guess, a dance scene in Washington. And like, it, it, it is, you definitely get some dance influence in his music. Um, but I'm going to say the, the one album I recommend uh, is actually DZ Rascal, Tongue in Cheek. I wake up every day is a daydream. Everything in my life ain't what it seems. I wake up just to go back to sleep. I act real shallow, but I'm in too deep. I know lucky I'm biting sex and violence. A heavy baseline is my kind of silence. Everybody says that I've got to get a grip. But I let Sunday Eve give me the slip. Bonkers. Some people think I'm bonkers. But I just think I'm free. And I'm just living my life. There's nothing crazy about me. Tongue in cheek. Dizzy yeah. Rascal. Dizzy Rascal. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grimes kind of got like some real capacity that, to. Yeah, make a I feel like it's the situation. closest. If you're like an EDM fan um, or just overall house dance music, I feel like Dizzy Rascal. Listen to Tongue in Cheek. Mm. Um, yeah. Dude, you know, I can't stand. I have to throw this out here. I should have said this at the start of this segment. But do you ever like meet someone, you know, get a nom, whatever, and you go, what kind of music are you into? 
And they go, oh, everything, you know, EDM. <laughs> and, then, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't, bro. Yeah, dude. No, God bless. You know, love the music you love, but just don't give me that everything shit beforehand. It's okay to say you don't listen to... Anything but EDM. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's absolutely fine. But I think that they're kind of people that go to like clubs that yeah. play like the Billboard Top 20 mm. mixed with a bunch of EDM music. Like, I think that's what, what they like their... DJ sets and shit. Yeah, they listen sure. to the radio probably. You know what it is with me, know? man? I'm just too shy to like EDM. It's a very social genre. I don't know. I mean, do, do people who listen to EDM like lay in bed listen to it? Or like at home and they clean Maybe. the house? Maybe, I don't I remember know. remember when Dojo Espresso had Corey and Kendall work in there. Yeah. You go in, it was like an EDM fucking club well, well i feel like it is a very up music <laughs> yeah 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 you know like yeah yeah, yeah it's maybe like gym if you go to gym people do people go to gym these days i don't <laughs> that's why you don't listen to edm <laughs> I, I do not i'd be going to the gym listening to fucking <laughs> what am i listening i'm listening to black of the berry the <laughs> on repeat yeah um one more track in the EDM lane real quick. I yeah. like I liked it, but I think it's by Y2K and it features JPEG Mafia. Um, Didn't you say Clipping? Oh, yeah. And Clipping... Re- yes, thank you. Clipping just released a bunch of remixes. If you just hop on Clipping's whatever streaming service page and look at their latest, probably in the singles section, a bunch of remixes that the the producers behind that hip hop act have just turned yeah. their stuff into like dance music and stuff like that, and it's actually killer. It's um if you're if you're into like um oh what's that director's name John Carpenter kind of aesthetics and EDM this clipping remixes they're like your thing. Yeah, dope. Um, okay, we've got a few more. This is the hardest one. We're gonna have to tag team this. It, it's rock. Um, is it? Is it? I don't know. I think this is the hardest one. Matt, can I just for listeners out there, yeah. rock, metal, the, for me these are all in the same like wheelhouse. Yeah, like I, I thought I thought metal was a form of rock. Well, rock's difficult because you're looking at like anything from the Beatles through to Aerosmith. Yeah, you know what I true mean. That. So like, through to like maybe Twisted Sister, which is also kind of metal. Yeah, because so so you're not like, put okay. So oh, you know I did. Sorry. Yeah. Go. Quick question. Did uh, Drake's honestly never mind? Is mm. that EDM? EDM? Yeah, I don't know. Is that it's like dance, dance music? It's definitely, you probably like that if you like EDM. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bit chiller. Good it is point. very chill. But yeah, rock music, rock music's tricky. Um, I gravitated towards tracks that had prominent guitar because I think guitar is the mainstay of rock and roll music in my opinion. Cool, yeah. Um, so, into, and also for this section, I don't have an album. I might actually make a post episode playlist <laughs> and point you in that so if you want some rock based hip-hop it's oftentimes it's going to be like track by track basis yeah it's not going to be a whole project unless you're looking at like kid cuddy speeding bullet to heaven which is like a 10 out of 10 in some people's books and a zero out of 10 in other people's also yeah, Lil wayne also did a, a rock album what was that called again uh rebirth yeah yeah. yeah. Also, people call that like a zero out of 10 album. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit tricky. It's like fundamentally not. It's, yeah. I Would you call uh, Mac Miller indie rock, soft rock? Nah. Like, not, the, new, not, like the newest stuff. Like like circles? Yeah. Nah, that's Adderall. that's that's closer to folk. Yeah, okay. That's closer cool. to folk. Um, And singer, songwriter. But anyway, um, artists I'm going to recommend broadly speaking that I think often have 
rock adjacent influences. Mm. I think the most prominent might be Jay-Z, especially that one track he had off of um, the Lupe Fiasco um, album you reviewed. Oh, stop that, man. What's the song called? What was the album called again? Oh, Food and Liquor. <laughs> Food and Liquor. And then the song... Look, you got the internet connection. Um, yeah, oh, it's called Pressure. Yeah, Pressure by Jay-Z I mean, and Lupe. Jay-Z did do that whole thing uh, with Linkin Park. He toured with Linkin Park. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, 100%. So. I think Jay-Z is your most prominent guy. And I think that might be because he was following the trends of the time, making smart decisions when he was doing all of his rock stuff. Yeah, there was He's definitely not doing rock a moment stuff now. When, yeah. Do you remember when he did the, the, the cover of Wonderwall at Glastonbury? Oh, that's a it, smart ass thing. Had a guitar, yeah. yeah Wasn't it that. Neil Gallagher? Yeah, the quarter who, man. That yeah, was he was like, thing. oh, hip hop doesn't belong. It's not the same uh, culture and whatever. And yeah, he didn't say Jay-Z shouldn't headline, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah. So then Jay-Z came out in full like white person voice, right? He just came out and sung the song, dude. Was he doing it? Anyway, whatever. I love that boss move. Um, Chad was saying this probably applies to a lot of genres in this list, but Yeezus by Ye probably has a lot of rock, industrial, experimental, probably metal influences. Um, but in terms of ones that I'm actually excited to recommend in this category, Zarface, often very acoustic, lots of genres, but you'll find rock in the category of in, in the in the catalog of Zarface. Um, I think standing on Ferraris by the game is a little bit rockish. Interesting. Cool. Um, I really like um, Pyrex Picasso by Benny the Butcher, especially the song Flood the Block. If you want some like ABBA-esque rock pop Scarface era mm. um, instrumental with like hard bars over it. Yeah, sweet. Love that track. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll chuck out some more in the, in the playlist some really cool, like rock tracks that you can discover in there. Um, also want to say, if you're thinking of like Pink Floyd, when it comes to rock, check out Little Yachty's Let's Start Here. That thing that came out, that psychedelic rock album. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so I to jump back to Jay-Z, but, um, the great album. So Danger Mouse did a mashup album between the Beatles' White Album and Jay-Z's Black Album. Yeah, that might be a move as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's interesting. I haven't heard it yet. To God, this Maybe, is a recommendation-heavy episode. But... I feel like that's definitely a CBCB type album. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like Corey is like, is he into the Beatles? Probably. I think, all right. The great album would be Chad my, and Corey's album. Can though. I do my Corey impression? Yeah, yeah. It would be. That's like the pulse. If I said, Corey, do you like the Beatles? He'd be like... Look, dude, they're like, <laughs> yeah. Look, dude, they're, they're a classic. What can I say? They're a classic. Yeah, yeah. Are they my cup of tea? No. You know, I might prefer myself some, you know, this, this, and that, and some yada yada. But you know, I'm not going to sit here and talk shit on the beat one, man. That would be Corey's. Precisely. Yeah. We're queuing up the Grey album this weekend. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, what else you got, Chad? So, I guess the the last one for me. Uh, is folk music. Uh, let me preface that I had to Google 
folk music because I just don't, I don't really even know what makes a folk song a folk song. Is it the sound? Is it the way that it's written? Is uh, it the um, underlying principle? It's it's like the. Well, the, you tell me what do you what, like if you had to go into this? What would what's folk music? I always think of folk as being like. I don't know. I'm not a music historian, right? But I always picture it being like tied to like bluegrass and like stripped down music of like a guitarist and a yeah. vocal. Like in my mind, I'm thinking I'm seeing a guy in like rolling hills, maybe yeah. a paddock somewhere with a guitar. Yeah, not quite. It doesn't need to be hippie-ish, but all... Not hippie, but it, yeah. it feels it feels like... It's almost like the underground of regular, of like, you know, uh, Western music or like... But no, that's no, that's wrong. There's folk music in different cultures. It just feels like it's like low fuss DIY with a lot of principle behind it. That's what. Oh, man, this is going to be short and sharp for me because I don't know much <laughs> about this at all. I will say what that. What is folk but, music? Uh, the the obvious one for me is Lauren Hill's "The Miseducation." Yeah, of Lauren Hill. Like I feel like that is, even though it's like produced beautifully, it does feel kind of singer songwriter. Yeah. Um. It can be shipped back, um, but even her unplugged um, album as well. Yeah. Um, but the the album that for some reason this person came to my mind almost immediately is Coda the Friend. Mm. Uh, he he feels very again. I don't know what folk is, but it feels folk to me. I get what you're saying. I feel like is it maybe a people person element of folk or something? A community driven element. I, I don't even know, bro. Why we we should have like Wikipedia? What is folk I'm music? so out of my depth in this one. I'll be honest with you. No, but no, I think I actually feel the vibes on Code of the Friend, and I definitely feel it on um Lauren Hill. Absolutely. Like I listen to a few folk tracks. Yeah. And then I listen to Code of the Friend, and I yeah. was like, surely you would like this if you yeah. like this. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I think um. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Uh, I'll also throw this out there. There's a song by Londrell called Gratitude. <laughs> With a heart full of gratitude and a mind full of peace. That's how you should love. That's how you stay free. Yeah. 2020 AD. I just wanna make love. I just wanna make peace. I just wanna stay free. Even if this is not folk, it's a beautiful song. Recommend it. Great day, great song to start your day. Um, it feels kind of spoken word, uh, very stripped back. Mm. Um, it's beautiful, and it's all about you know practicing gratitude. Yeah, check <laughs> we'll check it out. There's a lot of names that I feel like people might be pausing and rewinding and trying to hear and that kind of stuff. We might. I know it's late in the episode, but we'll chuck a list somewhere of all the mentions or something yeah, 100%. like that. Yeah, yeah. So don't feel like definitely. you need to. You need to scour. We'll put some kind of online resource out there. I think, you know, this is the kind of episode where similar to the starter pack, we just saw Instagram post. Yeah. You know, like, and we'll, we'll list it all out and make it easy for you. Mm. Um, Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're short on time. So I'm going to fly through jazz. We're never short on time, man. We never. We got all the time in the world. You reckon we got to be. We do whatever we want. We got to hit the road and we go to the theater soon. We want. We got a hot date tonight. <laughs> At the theater. Um, well, look, jazz. Here's what I'll say about jazz. Love jazz. I wish for, I took this one, man, to be honest with you. You should have, because I'm going to piss you off for my choices. Here we go. Um, first, with jazz, I think, if I think of a jazz musician, I think of someone standing there holding their arms folded 
and they're like, I recommend them hip hop, and they go, that's not jazz, it's not dynamic enough, it's not, you know, except, <laughs> look, at the end of the day, it's loops a lot of the time with jazz aesthetic. If you want like a proper jazz hip hop album, obviously it's. What? Pimp uh, Butterfly? Yeah, to Pimp Butterfly. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick man. I feel like that felt like, the, that felt like that felt like one of the first mainstream commercially successful hip-hop jazz albums yeah it felt like yeah. but you can go back to people like tribe tribe called quest had jazz in it dealer soul had jazz in it absolutely you it know was very like, prominent for a bit absolutely um but um, all, all the people that i mentioned for soul are also cross have like that jazz element to it as well yeah definitely definitely i think um if I was going to recommend one for this category that I think is really cool and you can see what, what can be done with jazz outside of the context that you might already be aware of, mm. I'd say Sus Out, Ghostface Killer and Bad Bad Not Good's project, Sour Soul. Heck yeah. Very cinematic, very instrumental. There'll be like three minutes of just instrumental like parts in this album and oh, you'll sweet. forget Ghostface is in it and then you'll come back in. And, oh, like, wow. It's very jazzy. i check this out, man. Very jazzy. Um... Also, if you've been watching The Bear as of late, because season two just came out, which I loved, Chad's partway through. If you've been watching The Bear, season one of The Bear, I was very delighted to hear Serengeti in it, who's like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Very underground artist. Um, he's got a very jazz, jazzy album, I believe, produced by Kenny Siegel called Ajai, A-J-A-I, which is like a jazz concept album about a dude who's so obsessed with fashion that he ruins all the relationships and everything in his life <laughs> and his name's Ajay so like it would just be like weird jazz shit happening in the background yeah and the rapper's playing multiple characters like please Ajay the Air Force ones look fine <laughs> we're, you know, we're gonna miss the dinner we're gonna be late Ajay and he's like <laughs> anyway whatever <laughs> listen to that for a good laugh as well um oh, so many more I could recommend but it's gonna be too thick if I do so I'll stop at that and last one, the What's big, the big one, the big one. We'll do it collaboratively. Pop. Wait, the last one. I didn't. You didn't have notes prepared for this, but you got but, no more left, right? Yeah, but I was gonna say like, okay, I cool. had five for some reason. Oh right, cool, 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 um, cool, cool. Look, man, pop's easy. Pop is super easy. At the end of the day, hip hop's the most listened to genre. It kind of is pop at the moment. It's kind of weird that we still look at. Is it weird? I don't know. I'm talking to my ass here. But is it mm. weird that we still look at like Taylor Swift as pop when she's not popular music now? Because pop used I'm to... I'm confused what you're talking about, man. What do you mean? She's definitely popular music. Sorry. She is popular music, but yeah. she's not the most popular music. The most popular music is hip hop. You know what's so funny? Yeah. Apparently that is... Like, I heard that. And that was a thing that was like trending on the internet. Mm. Today I was reading... That's only for the US. What's that? Like hip hop being the most listened to genre. Oh, it's only for the US. It's actually only for the US. Well, that explains so much. On a, on a world scale, and, a, and especially in Australia, it is not the most listened to genre. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you ever in a room and you feel like you mentioned hip hop and it's like you've just um taken the air out of the room. You just like <laughs> dropped a bag of weights or something. Yeah, and no, like everyone's like. <laughs> I mean, because some people still look at hip hop as like, oh, them thugs, <laughs> you know. Like people still like think of it that way. I, I was talking to someone the other day, man, and they're trying to tell me like, 
which I asked him what they thought about hip hop, and yeah, they're like, oh, all that rapper talking about drugs and violence, and I'm like, yeah. dude, you, you clearly don't listen to hip hop. When I used to work in an office, it was so interesting when they gave me that I was like on top of the Sonos every day, mm. and like I I do a lot of like I learned a lot about Aussie rock during that time to keep everyone happy, right? I learned a lot of music I had no business learning about, yeah, yeah. but I would try and slip in some hip hop, and it was always like oh, I've got to worry about. Shannon because he doesn't like you know rapping about drugs and um this guy Dolls doesn't like music that's too fast and you but know this would whatever. have been a while and ago like, man because I that, feel like nowadays like hip-hop oh, man I'm gonna let me say something mm, okay? mm. so what bothers me is this hip-hop is similar to rock in the sense that there are so many sub-genres yeah yeah, definitely if case in point with this episode today. You know, there's there's so many subgenres in hip hop. If you're someone that thinks that hip hop is all about violence, gangs, drugs, then you are literally talking about like movies. It's like you only watch Fast and Furious. Yeah. There are so yeah. many other forms of hip hop that you just don't know about, and it's not your fault. Because also what we hear on the radio and what, what's on the media is like the Migos and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Drake. But that is only one type of hip hop. Yeah, for sure. There are so many other versions of it. And I think that bothers me when someone's like, oh, no, nah, I hate that. I hate that rap stuff. I've it's had like- that experience personally. Again, someone I know trying to recommend tracks and like, oh, what was it? Um... There was a line about someone, I think it was a Danny Brown line off of Atrocity Exhibition yeah. where he might have been rapping about having a drug problem mm. and the person heard a little bit of it and they were like, it's glorifying drugs. But they heard that sound bite of yeah. like, and not getting the full context of it. And again, it's not always even about like, not it's not even close to like mostly about drugs, hip hop, yeah, yeah. but even in the context of like something instructive about these topics, people don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear Dude, you. Th- there's like an interview that came out, I want to say in the early 90s, where there's this uh, news reporter interviewing Ice Cube. Mm. Oh, I think um, I know the one. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. like this, this news reporter is trying to like make Ice Cube look silly. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what do you say about all of the, you know, the bad references and you know, hip-hop trying to glorify this dangerous lifestyle. And he said that, think of hip-hop like the movie industry. Mm. What you see on TV or what you know as hip-hop is literally like porn. Yeah. And that's like the one. And you think that is movies. There's so many other movies out there, so many different types. But for some reason, that's the only type that gets the radio play. Mm. They get spread on the mainstream. Mm. Um, I tell you right now, man, I could play, I could make a a 50-song playlist for a six-year-old. I could do it right now, yeah, you know, yeah, and, very it, and, it'd, and it'd be positive. There'd be a lot of chance to rapper in it. Some Tierra <laughs> you know? Wack. You know, but like, what I'm yeah. saying is like, there, there's so much. I, that wasn't too long ago, man. I mean, when I say that, it was probably about a year ago. I was with my dad and I played him um, Pimba Butterfly. And he was able to like see what I was like talking. Like he, he was able to see, um, I guess like... It, it, Bro, this thing makes me like it's just it's so beautiful and it's like so much deeper than I guess the majority of people see or hear. Um, But 
Yeah, I think. Wait, 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 sorry, what happened with your dad? And to be he loved it. No, he he loved it, but he was also so impressed. Yeah, that a, that a rapper was talking about things like colorism, was talking about poverty, was mm. talking about these like issues, and not once is he talking about I don't know smoking a pipe or something. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. And if he is, he was doing it in a very, uh, you know, like in a, in, a, in a conscious way. Or, or he's he's using it as an example to yeah. explain something else that's going wrong in his community, man. So I think like yes, yes. Anyone that anyone that says they don't like rap or hip hop because of those themes, they're just obviously not listening to you know the right type of hip hop. And I think that's the same with every genre. Every yeah. single genre has um, a style that you're not into that you can't connect to, relate to. Um, and that's why you have me and Lenny. Yeah, we'll put you on. on. You know what, man? Sorry to. This is such an interesting topic to me, but like, I think the only type of rap that does that these days isn't the type of rap that even gets mainstream radio play like that, because it's the lean rappers. You know what I mean? That like, if you're talking about like the gang violence kind of like, they're not that, doing that, gang not, violence. Yeah, that's not mainstream. Rap. Yeah, that's true. That's not mainstream. It's like, but they're the they're like lean rap, and then so I feel like if you're saying these days that hip hop's just about this, this, and that. Unless you're saying that about like sexualization in hip hop, which I still disagree with, then you're living in the echo of what you were shown in the 90s and early 2000s instead of like everything that's happening right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like 100%. Now it's more braggadocious. You're well, not going to see Drake would, get on yeah. a thing and be like, I'm selling grams, I'm doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he's definitely. the biggest artist right now. I, I think like right now, mainstream hip hop is uh, superficial. Um, it is social media. Social media, yeah, it is braggadocious. Um, it is very materialistic. So it's people rapping about, I've got a foreign in my driveway. Yeah. You know, I'm pouring Henny at the club. Yeah. I've got a, you know, like, that's probably the mainstream, but it's like, guys, we're talking about one type of hip hop now. You know what yeah. I mean? There's like, yeah. And really clear as well, we want to say, we love our gangster rap here. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, so we're just saying yeah. though, if you don't like gangster rap and that's your criticism of the whole thing, yeah, yeah, then you got to. I'll your give ears. to anyone, man. Like if you if yeah. you're a church going Christian, I'll give you some Christian rap. If you're yeah, someone exactly. that that's you the, know, yeah. if if you're a vegan and I don't know, you you love sustainability. Bro, there's vegan raps. There is vegan. Literally, there's there's yeah. literally. I'll give you some dead prayers, man. That talk about eating your vegetables. I'm telling you that that exists out there. Bro, there's pescatarian raps we've mentioned in this list. Sour soul, gross face killer, eat fish. That brain food, that brain oh, food will make you smart. <laughs> there you go. Your man. plans is sloppy. You move like Paul Blart. Anyway, whatever. You know, like <laughs> if, if if you're some listen, man. I'm gonna put this out there. Yeah. All right. If you're someone that hates hip hop, yeah. DM us. Yeah. DM us, man. Let's argue. No, no. Hey, I'm nah, not trying nah, to argue, nah, but nah. I'm gonna send you home with a little homework, and. If you don't like it, money back guarantee. Money back guarantee. <laughs> money 500, back guarantee. 500 uh, CBCB creds. Creds. <laughs> yeah. Loyalty points. <laughs> um, cool. Actually, we do have to do some recommendations for this genre. Look, you like Doja Cat already if you like pop, so you're set. There you go. You like Drake probably already if you like pop, you're set. I want to go a little bit off course. I want to say anything in the Kenny Beats wheelhouse is very accessible trap pop a lot of the time. So just Google Kenny Beats and you'll find a whole family of... Watch, watch The Cave, the YouTube series. The, no, don't do that. That's not pop. Just Google Kenny Beats. 
like the thing is, for me, pop is just accessible. That's what I exactly. Think, what you so know, Kenny B yeah. is very accessible. I think Tyler Crater. And then, yeah, definitely Tyler. Tyler definitely, Crater. you already like Tyler and Caliuchus by association. Um, I want to. If you want to get a little bit deeper, if you want to get like, if you want to, you know, maybe do something you might feel is challenging, but it's still mm. very accessible. And I'm being very soft with this recommendation. Run the jewels. It's very mainstream, very accessible in my opinion. Interesting. I do think so, man. <laughs> Run the jewels is made for radio. I think, in my opinion, that's my opinion on Run the Jewels. So any Run the Jewels, you probably like it. Eminem. And then if you want to go more challenging, this is my actual pick of the thing, and it's kind of full circle because we talked about the freshman class earlier, and she's in the she's in that class. Tia Kareen's The Saga of Thirty Four Kareen. Okay. That album's got a special place in my heart. Got you. Honorable mentions of top 150 albums of all time for me. It'd be on. It wouldn't be make 150, but it's in the honorable mentions. Okay, I like it. Wow. I like Saga of 34 Korean quite a bit. 15 tracks, 37 minutes. Bops, you, you bops, know, bops. Uh, before the year ends, we are going to do our top 100 albums of all time. When? What? Today? At some point. No, no, no. Do say it now. It's <laughs> no. Before the end of the year, it's gonna it's gonna be a Yeesh. it's gonna be a six hour before episode. Before the end of the year, we haven't so. talked about this, <laughs> bro. You know how hard that would be. We would do like a. It would have to be a live stream on Twitch where we're like standing there with the whiteboard. Long, we're yeah. arguing. Real long, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be long for yeah. sure. I'm talking. It might be like a six parter for sure. Be massive. But, um, Imagine. I do want to. I mean, I do want to say. I think we're wrapping up this episode. Mm. Is that? The, yeah. I mean, I just want to say like, thanks everyone for tuning in. This yeah. is really cool. I went to Staple Liquor last night. Shout out to Josh. Uh, he runs that spot there and he listens. And it's kind of cool to like know that in people's spare time, they just like, I don't know, chuck on the headphones and listen to these two guys that just love hip hop, chat about yeah. hip hop. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah. Yeah, for sure. If you're in Brunswick, do check out, um, go visit Josh at Staple Liquor. Makes his own wines. He did a wine launch party I couldn't make it to the other day, which I was really upset about. Don't tell me that's the one with the 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 label, the album on it. Yeah, and that's he, him. Yeah, it does a collaborative like Crazy. he does it. He does like the EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With cool. the wine releases. That's yeah. Um, Josh is a, Josh is a real one, man. I mean, we didn't plan to sing his praises, but um, yeah, he gets a uh, top ten people in Brunswick in my books, honestly. That's um, really cool, man. Anyway, I think sorry, like, sorry if that's creepy for me to say, Josh. You're probably listening. <laughs> top, <laughs> top ten, man. Yeah, you top, know, top ten's massive. That's huge. You know who else I put in that list? I put in Corey. Corey's this in. This is it? so irrelevant to anyone outside of Brunswick. <laughs> I put in Corey. I put in Fu and Robson as one person. As one person? Yeah, because I'm not going to sit here and take two spots for glory, and I'm also not going to pick my favorite out of the two. Yeah, true. So we'll just say Fu and Robson as one person, and then I can't do the whole ten, but those are the spots. We've got Josh, Fu, and Robson. Are these just your, your favorite establishments in Brunswick? Is no, these the... are like really cool people. Yeah, that's and cool. there's a few Coburgians I really like, but they're out of out of reach. They're out of the okay. Yeah. Well, and look, if you didn't make the list, I'm sorry. Me and Mark get along really well as well, actually. Also, stay anyway. Whatever. What are we doing? Let's wrap up. I don't know, man. I, mean, like, <laughs> I think <laughs> so, guys. We got stickers. There's a ton of content coming through. Mm. We got newsletters. Uh. Season two of all caps. Did we even mention this is the last episode of the season? This is the last episode of the yeah. season, man. You guys have, have stuck with us. You know, season one was all about, this is the first time I was doing this kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? finding so our footing. Yeah, it's it's been a bit of a, you guys have ridden with us. You know, mm -hmm. the, the quality has been up and down. The content has been up and down, but we're just kind of, we're learning. We're, we're there now. I think, um, I think the first season, it's like small audience. 
and you only got yourself listening back to it and then it's like and me and chad are kind of like um very self-critical people i think so yeah. you might have heard some episodes where we're coming in and we're like, uh, yeah you know for sure I mean? for sure season two it's all hey it's all swagger listen yeah listen but I feel, I, honestly man that second beer is... I'm feeling good right now, man. I'm going to talk my talk a little bit. Season two is the alcoholic I'm going to talk my talk... Season two is the alcoholic season. I'm going to talk my talk a little bit. Guys, season two, we're coming in. Yeah. We we are the two hip-hop people in Brunswick. Oof. Maybe in Melbourne. Maybe in Victoria, man. Who knows? But Who I'm saying... We're coming in. We've got a bunch of guests lined up, which we're super, super excited about. The content is changing up. Social media is going to be popping. Mm-hmm. Um... Again, thank you for riding with us, and it's gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. Um, yeah, come through, say what's up. Come through, come come get a cold brew from me. I'm here most days, and tell me what you like listening to. Recommend me some tunes. Yeah. Um, shout out to Matt, one of my regulars, came and dropped by a few uh, records maybe last week. Mm. Uh, Renown is a is a new group that I just got onto. I think they're they're definitely East Coast. It sounds very New York. But I've been bumping that record quite a bit. Um, but yeah, come through. We're going to have a few All Caps events coming up in the next six months. Dude, things are happening. Things are happening. Things are happening. Tickle the link in the Instagram bio, All Caps the podcast. Have a fantastic week. Chad, is there anything you want to say to the people? No, nah, that's it. We've got to roll, man. All right. Have a good one. Catch you guys. Mwah. You're overthinking things. Oh, okay. I actually do have a pretty good question for you. If you got to have, like, knowing the the space and size of CBCB. Yes. If you got to have any artists, hip-hop artists. Do a live show, like a Tiny Desk in here? Do a Tiny Desk live show in here. Who would it be? Who would it be? I want something, like, stupid, loud, abrasive for the fun of it. Uh, if I was actually choosing what I want personally, yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd just put Billy Woods in here, okay, and just do a show. Yeah, no but bad. if I wanted like regular customers of the cafe and kind of like fuck with them a little bit, I'd get JPEG Mafia in here. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Standing up on the counter. Yeah, that'd be beautiful, man. I actually think it would be a really cool set. Yeah. For some reason, I reckon he would do like a cool like Sunday gospel vibes, but turn mm. a bit ratchet. Yeah, if you wanted to do something more mellow, you know, he covered "Call Me Maybe" by who was it, Katy Perry. No, nah, dude. What's that? What's that song? Oh, is it Love Orange something? Don't think I know it. Blood Orange. No, no, no. Uh, JPEG Mafia of Scaring the Hose. Orange something. Orange something Jones. Orange is that what's called? Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how's it? Go? Lift me up. Yeah, I can imagine that, man. This Sunday, <laughs> just preach for me. I like um that one with Danny Brown. Oh, that's not it. No, no. you're thinking of um. Which one am I thinking God of? God loves you. Yeah. Pussy out my face. I'm a toss and turn. Hands in the air, screaming hallelujah. That's it, dude. What does he say? Part those, part those thighs. Call me Moses. Love. Anyway, um. Oh, we've been recording the whole time.